This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits. This is accessible through our online course modules that can be accessed at www.emergencymedicalminute.org backslash CME-courses, or simply by clicking on the link in our show notes and creating an account. So I was going to talk a little bit about a case of third trimester bleed. So vaginal bleeding in the first trimester generally represents either a threatened AB, topic pregnancy, or just an early viable pregnancy. Rarely is it sort of a true risk to mom or baby, except if it's an ectopic pregnancy or I guess a miscarriage too. But in terms of third trimester bleed, what are the things that you guys think of in terms of considerations? This was a patient that wouldn't come here because greater than 20 weeks pregnancy obviously goes up to LND, but out of freestanding ER where this patient presented, what are the things that are considerations? Trauma. Trauma, right. And the concern there would be that you get a placental abruption very friable at third trimester and it can lose its adherence to the uterus and that can be a true life-threatening bleed. Management is somewhat similar here with some more dire consequences, but here this is placenta previa. Have you guys heard of that condition? So basically the placenta overlaps and implants on the cervix, covering the cervix to a variable degree. Usually if you get prenatal care, the moms know or the families know that they have that condition and it can just lead to an elective C-section. In this case, the patient had no prenatal care, came in with vaginal bleeding, had no trauma. Importantly, uh, things that you want to avoid are you want to avoid a pelvic exam, you want to avoid uh, transvaginal ultrasound because that can further disrupt the placenta. The diagnosis is generally made by an external ultrasound. It lists some risk factors there. Those are all sort of, I think, intuitive. Those would be things that would lead to the implantation to occur at a different than normal anatomic location. So multiple gestations, previous medical abortions, advanced maternal age, those are all risk factors. In terms of the management, you know, those patients get admitted to the hospital. And this patient, she ended up being like 35 or 36 weeks, I saw on follow-up, and they basically just did an elective C-section. You know, if you're leading and greater than 37 weeks, basically all those patients get admitted for C-section. If you're less than 34 weeks, unless you're truly unstable, they give corticosteroids to promote fetal lung maturity. Uh, and then they try and temporize with transfusions and then deliver. And 34 to 37 weeks is a, sort of a bit of a judgment call. The mom becomes unstable, C-section, if not temporizing treatment with transfusions. Not something that we see often here, but something that came through the freestanding ER gives you sort of a sense of an evaluation of third trimester bleeding as compared to you know what we see down here almost exclusively, which is first trimester bleeding. Cool. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Health One Continental Division, and Swedish Medical Center for their financial contributions to the EMM. Donations from them and listeners like you make it possible for us to fulfill our mission of producing and spreading free medical education to the masses. If you enjoy our show, please consider making a one-time or reoccurring donation to help cover our operational costs and keep the EMM awesome. Click on the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you for listening.